Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi, Desi. Welcome. <laughs> so for this week's mini episode, instead of doing modern current news stories, oh, right. I decided to go back into time, as sometimes we have done on many episodes. Mm-hmm. All of these stories are from Los Angeles in 1947, which was where we last left were. everyone. <laughs> in our Bugsy, in, in our Bugsy Siegel series. <laughs> we left you all there. We left you in 1947, so that's where we will be continuing... <laughs> We're going to pull news stories from L.A. in 1947. We've done this before. Okay. Have you... We've you don't have to apologize for it. I don't have to explain it. anything. <laughs> uh, first, out of the way, I would like, just to get this out of the way, I was looking through my newspaper clippings, and I saw that there was something I didn't mention in our Bugsy Siegel series. Oh. And that is that in 1933, when Siegel was arrested, they accidentally printed a picture of the wrong Benjamin Siegel. Oh. They had to make an apology. This is from the New York Daily News. It says, Siegel's picture published by mistake in an article published in the news of November 23rd, 1932, referring to an investigation of the murder of Anthony Fabrizio. The picture of Benjamin Siegel was erroneously published as that of another Benjamin Siegel. Oh, no. Also known as Bugs. <gasps> so this guy also happened to have the same nickname as Bugsy Siegel. That's weird. Isn't that weird? They look totally different, but I feel bad for this guy who's like, hey, whoa. What are the chances I the have Bugs to do with was that. the same? I mean, that doesn't, it's not like it's a nickname for Benjamin. No. At all. No. Crazy. Anyway, so I wanted to mention that because I, I forgot I clipped that. Our first news story from... I like that you clipped it like you cut it out of like a newspaper. <laughs> like I'm literally my grandma. Yeah, making coupons. Oh, my grandma, when she was still alive, she used to send me in the mail clippings. literal clippings from the newspaper of That's articles so she thought I, I would I mean, like. no one does that anymore. It used to be a thing. Like I've gone yeah. to estate sales and it's like clippings. I'll find like boxes of clippings uh, at the, like in the closet or something. You yeah. know when people just let everyone go into like every nook and cranny of the house. Right. <laughs> no, my grandma did that for many, many years. Aww, and that's she cute. would send that to me. It was so sweet. This story is from the LA Times, Wednesday, August 13th, 1947. Three cocker pups adopted by stray cat. If these puppies grow up and chase cats, well, there just isn't any gratitude hmm. left in the canine world. Because yesterday, a trio of three-day-old Cocker Spaniels owed their lives to a nondescript stray tabby, which adopted them and put all three on a substantial cat milk diet. So these cats, I mean, this cat adopted and fed 
these little tiny three-day-old Cocker Spaniel puppies. And this cat wasn't even anyone's cat. It was literally just an alley cat, like a feral cat. Here's the picture. But why'd he call her nondescript? (laughs) I think she's very descript. She She doesn't even look tabby to me. She kind of looks tortish, like torty, right? She looks like a tortoiseshell cat, and I think she is. This cat had been pregnant previously, oh, okay. but she had lost her kittens. Oh, so, that's really sad. So she fed these little baby puppies. I honestly always fall for that. Me too. When an animal adopts other animals that aren't oh my God. the same breed. I'm such a sucker. I don't care what I'm, it is. I'm like, look at her nursing that owl or whatever <laughs> it is. Like, I, I will always like want to see that. It's the best thing. Yeah. I'm. Uh, it says, as for the obliging mother cat, she was just an anonymous back alley wanderer picked up by the Humane Society wagon. As they a, really have to dunk on this cat. They're, they're honestly being so mean to this cat. They're like, she's just some slut with full nipples. Yeah, she, she's not even. You can't. She's one of a million. No, she. I <laughs> no, just, she's not. She. She's not one of a million. She took in puppies. A lot of cats would not. I, I would say that this cat is a hero cat. Yeah. She took in puppies that weren't even her own, not even her same species. Yeah. Anyway, at least she made the front page of the LA Times. I do want to say that I don't like, though, if humans are nursing another animal. Well, no. I, I, <laughs> that's the one where I draw the line. I, I think we should all draw the line. I don't think For some people, reason, that's not cute at I all. I don't to think me. people should nurse animals <laughs> as, a, as a human being. Uh, here's another cat story. Look, this is there's a lot of cat stories in 1947. They, they've always been the internet faves, <laughs> like the media faves. The funny thing about, and I don't know when this changed, but the funny thing about old newspapers is that there's so many stupid fucking stories that they used to put in the newspaper yeah. that like aren't consequential to anyone. They're just like They're random. like these little human interest stories. Yeah, and I guess maybe they did that because literally like, what are the like? There was no internet, and you couldn't just like. You had to do local, yeah. Too like more local, so you but, had to fill it up. But even before, like even in like older newspapers, they would just do little blurbs about like this person went to luncheon with this person this week, yeah. and they're not even famous. I like that kind of news. I would prefer more of that. Me too. To be honest, I want to yeah. know who went to luncheon. I want to know what cats are doing in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, this cat was involved in a crime <gasps> that occurred. This is from, where is this from? This is from the California Eagle, Los Angeles, Thursday, March 13th, 1947. It says, cat wins battle for liver, two men held for murder. Well, the cat's crime seems lesser. <laughs> <laughs> The cat actually didn't do anything wrong. He was just in the wrong place, wrong time. He was in the wrong place, wrong time. The article says, A cat named Scarlet, a pound of liver, two men named Moses, and a well-intentioned referee who wound up dead all play their part in a bizarre murder complaint filed by Deputy District Attorney Charles B. Kearney. On the night of February 28th, according to Kearney, Moses Wagner Sr., age 51, and his son, Moses Jr., had been splitting a bottle of gin and had developed ravenous appetites (sighs) when the tempting aroma of frying liver wafted in from next door at the apartment of Miss Margaret Hines, age 22. 
Moses Jr. could stand it no longer. With hunger gnawing at his insides, he boldly entered Miss Hines' room and seized the liver that she was frying for her cat, Scarlet. Whoa. Whoa. Wait a second. I love that she's cooking liver for her cat. She's cooking liver for her cat. This guy thinks he can come in her house and steal her liver? Just because it smelled good. So Mrs. Hines... Comes out with a frying pan. Of course. When this guy breaks into her house. And she starts running after this guy. Uh, The article continues. The noise of the battle awakened Jimmy Johnson, age 36, of 210 Naomi Street, who burst in from another room and joined the argument, but was soon bested. When the fighting was over, Johnson lay knifed to death on the hallway floor. Oh. Father and son were taken off to jail. And Scarlett won the liver. She's like, look, I don't, you guys need to deal with this as long as I get my liver. <laughs> I don't need all your drama right now, you drunks. I mean, like, if it was me and someone was cooking me dinner and then two guys busted in trying to steal my dinner and then another guy busted in trying to break up the fight and then the first two guys stabbed him to death, I'd be super annoyed. It's just like, why did you have to come in, Jimmy Johnson, and make things worse? <laughs> I, I, I do feel bad for Jimmy Johnson. I do too. Because, not just because he was knifed to death, but because... Oh, did he die? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought he just got knifed, and then it was like, I didn't realize he died. It literally says, the fighting was over when Johnson lay knifed to death on the hallway floor. Okay. Here's why else I feel bad for him, is because well. this article, really the angle of it is about the cat. And it's like, it is, the, it is the detail. Like if they were like talking about Jimmy Johnson, I was like, well, what about the cat? Did she get the liver? <laughs> <laughs> like that would be my, my burning question. Totally. First of all, and, and secondly, or whatever, thirdly, <laughs> why are you drinking gin with your 51 year old dad? <laughs> <laughs> like if you're at home with your 51 year old dad drinking gin, a bottle of gin, yeah, that is like, that's crazy. Like that is some, there's something going on there. That's not good. I really should have looked more into these guys. Like I should have scanned more newspapers and did a little more. I know. I want the whole trial. Cause now I honestly, maybe that'll be, if there's like enough information, maybe that's the only thing that's ever been written about those guys. But like that could be an episode. Yeah. About it's in LA. This, it is in LA. These, this father and son duo. Who probably committed other crimes. Of course they committed other crimes. They're just sitting around smelling liver. First of all, who smells liver and is like, "Mm, that's so good I could break into someone's house for it. Like there's some foods that maybe I would break in for. (laughs) Liver is not up there. Like I would never be drunk enough where that would smell good. In fact, if I was drunk enough and I smelled someone frying liver, I might throw up. Yeah, it's a pretty strong smell. Uh, In fact, it smells like cat food. In a way. It was for the cat. Yeah. So you're eating cat food, basically. Yeah. Enjoy. Uh, I do love that she's frying that for her cat, though. That I is think just that's cute. Totally amazing. It is totally amazing. Um, our next story is from a Pasadena newspaper, but this story actually doesn't take place in Los Angeles. It's out of Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. I'm not holding you to any standard. I know. I, Were I, you only doing LA stories? Yeah, I was oh, only okay. doing LA stories, okay. but whatever. This is from Tuesday, December 16th, 1947. The headline reads, Snake Cults Fight Against Fondling Laws. Oh. 
Lexington, Kentucky, the hills of Kentucky, recently were ablaze with weird doings. Okay. Snake cultists held mass meetings filled with the chanting and moaning, which constitute their unusual form of worship. They held these meetings in defiance of a three-year-old law which prohibits the fondling of snakes in public. I guess they were doing it enough that they made it a law that you can't fondle snakes in public. Imagine that they had to create a law because you're so annoying. (laughs) You know what? We thought we didn't have to tell people not to do that, but apparently we have to make a law. Right. It just seemed like obvious. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't fondle snakes in public. It's like the ultimate, like, no baked potato. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, something happened. That's think, a reference for you, our longtime listeners. <laughs> I think that was a that was a Patreon reference. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. We never. <laughs> so you really don't get it. See, you got to listen to Patreon. <laughs> we told you that was a Patreon episode. No baked potato. So yeah, several members of these cults are now serving sentences of in various lengths in jail throughout the bluegrass countryside. Other members are holding meetings protesting the jailing of their confederates, and at least one court fight is underway to attempt to abolish the law. The cultist services are of a bizarre cast. An evangelist, ev- evangelist presides and prays to the god of the snakes to allow a snake to rise to the altar. After a wait of an hour or more, the reptile appears... And the minister thanks the God for permitting the lowly snake to ascend to the altar. The snake, either a deadly copperhead or rattler, then is caressed and passed to the congregation by the evangel- evangelist. I, that word's so, so hard. So this is like Pentecostals. Yes. Yeah. These are like super religious Christians who incorporate snakes. And they're trying to act like this is a religious freedom thing probably. Like banning us from doing this. Yeah. And and the law officials are like, we just think it's, we just don't want you to fondle snakes in public. Those snakes are poisonous. Yeah. The copperheads are very poisonous. Yes. Yeah. At other meetings, the evangelists who do not choose to defy the law consume lethal amounts of poisons. Ugh. The leaders believe that it will not hurt them because their faith is complete. They take their cue from their worshiping from the Bible, Mark 16, 18. They did their own research. They did. <laughs> <laughs> they, this is a quote. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. So they took that quote literally from the Bible. Okay. And we're like, uh, the Bible says that I can drink poison and I'll be literally fine. And how'd that work out? Well, <laughs> not all the meetings function safely, for there always are whims of the snakes to be considered. One evangelist, Lee Valentine, used a reptile bite to gain the confidence of his followers. Oh, <laughs> so God. He let the snake bite him, and he's like, see, I'm, I'm fine. I wonder what percentage of our audience are Pentecostals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing pretty small. It's probably pretty small. Maybe there's some, like... um Recovering Pentecostals, or like wanna be recovering, <laughs> like, like on I, the verge, like I like people who were, I'm sure people who were like raised Pentecostal have listened to our oh, show, yeah, totally. but they don't practice. At this meeting, Lee was fondling a rattlesnake, moving it close to his heart. That's dangerous. 
Ugh. Suddenly, he cast the reptile to the ground and started to trample on it, crying, The faithful may tread upon vipers with their bare feet without fear. That sounds so scary. The snake objected to this rough treatment and bit the thrusting evangelist on his bare right foot. However, Lee finished the service and went home. I would be so stressed out at one of these services. I can't even tell you. I'm like, it's going to run up the aisle. I get know. us. He's going to be pissed. However, Lee finished the service and went home. Followers of his preaching came and prayed over the prostrate form of Valentine. He recovered. The faith that ha- he had in God was the thing he attributes to his miraculous recovery. I bet he went to the hospital, honestly. Yeah. No. I bet he saw a doctor. Now he's the inspirational leader of the Mountaineers in their effort to abolish the anti-snake fondling law. Well. That's the end of the article. Interesting. Yeah. What was that from? This is from a Pasadena newspaper called the Metropolitan Pasadena Star News. When? When? 1947. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty late for this to still be happening. <laughs> I was sure it was like 1890 or No, all these stories are... Oh, right, 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 right. Sorry. I was like, this is... Yeah. Right. For some reason, that seems modern still. Or or like, you know, uh, I guess it's it's still happening though. People shouldn't be fondling snakes. In that kind of way to prove a point or like stomping them in the aisle. Like, that's crazy. That's the scary... I would never step on a snake. No. (laughs) It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Um, that's all our news stories. I guess we can take a break right now and we'll be right back. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. We have a birthday shout out. For this week, it's Katie's birthday on February 16th. She's turning 28. Wow. That's exciting. This is from her bestie, Sarah. And Sarah says that she got a birthday shout out last year. Oh. And it, and it made her day. Aw. So happy birthday, Katie. Happy birthday, Katie. Uh, they sent a picture. These are very cute girls. They look very fun. And please let us know what you ate. Yeah, you have to. I hope you guys party it up. Wait, where are they from? Does it say? Where are they from? It doesn't say. Oh, okay. I don't I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think like where they're gonna eat, like what kind of food. <laughs> like are they in the UK or like what? Yeah. But Maybe they're from here. Well, she'll let us You'll know. You'll let us know. Sarah, what you let us know what you guys do. Let us know what you ate. She says Katie has the best style. She's a fashion guru. She has a great sense of humor, and she's an all-around amazing friend. We Aww. both love your show so much and subscribe to the Patreon. Ooh. 
Thank you, girls. Thanks, Katie. We hope you have a wonderful birthday. And I would also like to address the numerous emails I got this week from people (sighs) saying how much they loved my Jimmy Stewart impression. First of all, I also did the Jimmy Stewart impression. Okay, Desi. Okay, Desi. You did. You did. We both did. We both did. I would. Like I think people think you only do impressions. That's but not I true. also do them. That's not true. <laughs> That's, not true. <laughs> That's not true. Desi also. Let's give Desi um, a hand for her Jimmy Stewart impression. <laughs> I actually got hurt. I was like, I did that too. Okay. I don't do a lot of impressions, but. Right. <laughs> I did do that one. Can we also thank Desi? This is just me thanking Desi for her scatting <laughs> that she did at the top of the episode. Wait, can I just say I almost couldn't recover after that. <laughs> I was I thought it was so funny <laughs> that it like I literally had to be like, <laughs> I had to like rec- recover from that. I don't know why. I think it was because you called me like you bitch or something. <laughs> I was fucking furious. <laughs> Kate, Kate, I just wanted to address one of the emails we got about the Jimmy Stewart impression okay. from, from Caitlin. She said, I never heard anything so pure and true and fucking hysterical. Thank you very much. Caitlin, I just have to make a correction here because she says, I haven't laughed as hard since Desi, Desi Sean Connery, stay in your lane, Stompanato. That was me who said stay in your lane. See, we both, look, we've both gotten where people say it's you or me and it's like, I feel like you don't know our voices cause they sound really different to me, me especially when I listen, when I hear like a snippet, I yeah. was like, Oh, we really sound different. We do. So but, but, it doesn't really matter. No. Uh, but yeah, but we were both doing, but I mean, I'm sure she just, it's, it's not a big deal. She just got confused cause we were both going back and forth. Yeah. During, I think I did some during that period, you, that one too. What you said was <laughs> don't, this is. I actually thought yours was funnier. You said, "Don't mess with me, Sean. Don't mess with me, Sean." I don't even. I, I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> I listen. I listen. I feel like you start impressions and then I'll just yeah, add something because I, so. I never think of doing impressions. But I'll impress. I'll do like impressions where it's just like an old woman from the Bronx. Like I do like regular people impressions. You do stars. <laughs> And we're both terrible. <laughs> we're both awful at them. Right. That is kind of true. I always do the celebrity impressions, and you always do all of the, all the Yonkers Holiday Inn. Oh, that, that's nice. That place is nice. Wait, someone said they were like, oh, my, our friend Daly. She's like, I love when you do imitations of gross men. She's like, I can't explain your voice that you do, but it's so repulsive. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what I do. Like, So yeah, I think I do regular people. You do celebrities. Sometimes I chime in. <laughs> what a celeb. <laughs> I, I would love if we had a compilation of our impressions. Like, I'll never right. do it. No, I would love a compilation of all our impressions. All I, I know we did a Mary I I did a Mary Joe Buttafuoco. Oh yeah. Yeah. You did a really good Sandra Lee. <laughs> I did. Well, it was a hype it was a you did Sandra Lee like in your head like what you think she was saying oh to, like about baking the hanukkah cake oh the hanukkah cake. It wasn't like it wasn't it's not see I don't really do impressions of I just do like 
like an it's like it's not an impression of what they sound like in real life yeah it's like it's an essence <laughs> my, my impressions is my impressions yeah. are essences <laughs> it's never really what anything like that like they sound like but it's who i see them as <laughs> it's an essence. i do essences <laughs> Oh my God, that would, I would probably piss myself listening to a compilation of our impressions. So if anyone is like ADD, (laughs) wants to sit there and do that, honestly, that would be the best gift we've ever received. I will, I will give someone a full year of Patreon free if they do that. If they went through all of our episodes and picked out all, I can't even imagine doing that. That would be so hard. It would be super hard because we have, but maybe we have a brand new listener right now who's going to start from the beginning anyway. <laughs> Just put the timestamps down. Yeah, put the timestamps down. Then we can probably get it together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Or if you can... You know what? I bet there's impressions we've done like that we've totally forgotten oh, about. Oh, totally. And that people will send... Maybe people will email us in like... Oh like my we God, always hear the Sean Connery. Yeah, that's like a that classic. one's a classic. That's a classic. But I'm sure there's tons where it's just like one line we did as Judy Garland or something. And it's probably not even an impression. It's just like an essence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought my David Lee Roth is pretty good. Oh, yeah. I did that one kind of recently. <laughs> I was like, what was my impression for Alfred Packard? <laughs> but I think it was oh, just a song. <laughs> oh, no, that wasn't an impression. The Alfred Packard episode. That was another moment where I had to leave the room. You know what I you know what I should put up on Patreon is I'm gonna do this is I should put up that sizzle. Oh yeah, with like all the clips the best that of. people like we had people when we had a Facebook group at, like tell us what their favorite moments were mm-hmm. and then we put them together for something. Uh yeah, that would be funny because that's pretty long. It's like 10 It's minutes. not all impressions, but it's just like moments. It's like funny. It's like a best of compilation of the show of like yeah. jokes and stuff. Yeah. It's like a 10 minute long thing. Yeah. We should put it up. It's not like, it's like all episodes like from like 2017 to 2019. Yeah. It's like early it's shows. It's like kind of early, but I'll put it up on yeah, Patreon. That'll be fun. I'll put it up for fun. Um, what else we got? What'd you watch this week? Well... I was definitely having withdrawals from, and just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I really was. I was like, oh, I guess that's what finale means. It's final. <laughs> There's no more. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like we've lost a lot of shows. Yeah. Because like Yellow Jackets and Dexter and then this went away. No. And I haven't really replaced it with something. Yeah. Like I don't have a new thing I'm watching, uh, a new show. So... Um, don't you do it, Melon. Don't you do oh. it. Oh, my God. I'm not even cutting this I'm out. I'm just uh, still doing Ozark. And oh, good. I feel like, oh, I started, I watched like the first episode of Reacher. You did? Yeah. What, is that like a Marvel? What is no, that? No, it's like... Um, it's like uh, action. He's like a <laughs> he's like a spy or something. It's like Jason Bourne type show, I guess. Oh. I, I have no idea. It's like it's not Marvel. He's like some kind of I don't know if he's a spy or what. <laughs> he's like that type of government, whatever. And then he gets accused of murder, wrong. So it's like a thriller, action, that type of thing. I don't know. I only watched one Sounds episode. Boring. Look, I was desperate, and everyone was talking about it. 
So I got to get in on it. What everyone's talking about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, you keep seeing, you're like, oh, maybe I'll like that. Yeah. I like Gerard Butler movies sometimes. I, like, I, I just assumed it was like another Marvel No, thing. it's not a Marvel. Because there was a movie with Tom Cruise a few years ago playing this character. He's like the character, he's like a book. Like, oh, there's like multiple books about this character, like Alex Cross. Yeah, he's like, he's like that type of character, like right. Jason Bourne or like whatever. Uh, so he has a huge book series, and I think he still has books come out. So he had this Tom Cruise movie, and now there's an Amazon show with this character called Reacher. Yes, I don't even know who the actor was. I first I thought it was like one of those MMA guys. <laughs> you know those ones yes. who are like, oh, where who is that guy? Like Jay, was his name Cena? Yeah, John Cena. John Cena is he? He's like a fighter, right? I think so. Uh, initially, okay. I th- I think I thought it was like him, but mm. it's not him. Uh, so yeah, that's my. It's not really interesting, but uh, people seem to like it. I don't know. Yeah, I just I might watch another episode. What'd you watch? I'm really enjoying Tom and Pammy. Oh, wait, wait, Pam and Tommy. <laughs> Pommy and Tom. Pommy Tam. And, Pommy and Tammy. <laughs> yeah. Tom, wait. Ta- Pam and Tommy. Pam and Tommy, yeah. I'm liking Pam and Tommy a lot. I think it's yeah, really we, funny. I watched the first two episodes only, or half of three. Okay. So we did that for Green Room. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying it. Also, I'm still watching The Good Wife because there's like a million episodes. Yes. That's like seven seasons, right? Yeah, something. Um. Okay. Honestly, I don't. And we still haven't planned our moonfall trip yet. And I just realized that we need to do that. I was definitely like, we should go this week because I was like, we could see it in IMAX, but because <laughs> then it ends on Wednesday and then that just passed by. Wait, well, this, I was thinking, you can't see moonfall in IMAX anymore. It's it was limited. only, it was limited till Wednesday. That's stupid. That's what it's on the poster. It's limited to Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Someone posted that and I was like, oh no, we have to go see it. Uh, but yeah, we have to plan that. Yeah. I feel like, are we going to miss the momentum? I don't want to miss the momentum. No, me either. Cause I feel like we're amped up and sometimes when a movie gets released and then you're like, oh, well we missed it. No. Even wanna, though it's still in theaters. I still want to <laughs> see it and I still want to do the private rental. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, honestly, nothing that exciting this week for me. Nope. Except for Pam, Pam and Tommy. Yeah. Uh, what'd you eat? Well, we just went to dinner. Well, yeah, but I was going to ask you first. Okay. Um, well, I got brisket. <laughs> okay, we went to... No, we went to a good restaurant. We went to Alta, which is a fabulous restaurant in West Adams, and they have a lot of delicious soul food on the menu. Mm-hmm. Desi had brisket. We got uh, black-eyed pea fritters mm. for appetizer yeah. was very good. They were really good. We shared four sides because we got two each. So we're like, let's get all different kinds because we couldn't decide. Yeah. Mac and cheese, collard greens, um, sweet potatoes with like a Swedish sauce that was really well done. Swedish. Sweet tish. Oh. Sweet. Like it had a little sugar. Sweet-ish. But it wasn't too over, overly sweet. Yeah. And then French fries. Like a seasoned... Seasoned fries. Fries. Those were good fries. The fries were really good. Here's the thing. We ate everything on our... Like, there wasn't a scrap of food left. No. I also had fried chicken, and the fried chicken was really good. And it had, like, a hot sauce with it, right? And it came with a really good hot sauce. And then we had two desserts. We had... Banana pudding. Banana pudding that had, like, some homemade Nilla wafers in it. That was good. And... 
we also had a pineapple upside down cake. It was such a cute little cake. It was adorable little cake. It was very moist. And it was delicious. really moist. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, was excited. Warm. We tried to get seven up cake, but they were out. Yeah. So we're going to have to go back yeah. and get it when they're not out. Absolutely. So that was really good. It was a great meal. It was like it hit the spot. And yeah, I was I don't actually don't feel overly stuffed, even though we did seemingly eat a lot. Yeah. I don't feel like super. I do, but that's because I had <laughs> leftover meatballs right before we went to dinner. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All I had today was bread and really expensive butter. <laughs> Dude, that that lunch looked good. I honestly went to, I was like, I hadn't eaten and I went to get a sandwich and they were all sold out. And then I was like, fine, I'm just going to get a loaf of bread and some really expensive butter. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not like it's, it's expensive for butter. It yeah. was like $10 or maybe more. Uh so it was more than the sandwich would have been, but it was good. And I still have a ton of butter left. So there's yeah. meals, there's more meals coming from that butter. I, the butter tasted so good though. Like, yeah. have you ever tasted where you like have like a thick slice of butter mm. on the bread and mm. you bite into it and you're like, the butter is dope. Like it has like salt in it. Yeah. It tasted flavorful. Like, oh man, it was so good. I love that kind of fancy butter. Yeah. It was really good. My brother came over last night and he cooked me dinner and he brought, like, I was just like, cause we had planned to have dinner at my house and he was like, what do you want to eat? And I was like, I don't know, just like get some stuff at the grocery store and just cook whatever. I trust you. So he brings over the one meat that I do not like at all, which is lamb. I fucking do not like lamb. Yeah. And I laughed when he said, he's like, I'm making lamb meatballs. And I was like, I fucking hate lamb. Yeah, the one thing. The one thing. And, but I stand corrected because the meatballs he made were delicious. Yeah. They were so good. I had leftovers today and I ate them for lunch. And right before dinner. Right before dinner. <laughs> well, my lunch, my lunch was right before dinner. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, they were melon. Uh, they were really good. He made them like Greek inspired. So it had some like Greek flavors to yeah. it. And then he made like a yogurt sauce. Yeah. On the side. I mean, I have to say, I have I don't eat a lot of lamb and I've liked it. And then I the past few years I've had some lamb dishes where I was like, Yeah, Rachel's right. I don't like lamb either. I don't like it. But then I I think it's just maybe the preparation or some lamb maybe is more strongly flavored than others. I, I have no idea what it is, but I, I'm definitely an inconsistent lamb uh, experience where I've definitely loved it and definitely been like, eh, like it's not for me. Like, like I didn't hate it, but it was like, I didn't like it. It was a little too strong for me. Yeah. It's like too something. I don't know. Plus I really like lambs. They're cute. And lamb is like a very cute name. Well, my too. name means lamb in Hebrew. Oh, so maybe that's why also I'm like, I don't want to eat that. Yeah. I'm a lamb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little lambsy Ivy. <laughs> Yeah, my brother was like, you're just used to dad's leg of lamb that he cooks. It's all He's like, it's all gnarly and bloody and fucking greasy. And I was like, yeah, like he always, like whenever I'd like go to his house on Christmas night, he always had like a huge fucking leg of lamb. Damn. Yeah. And you know what? It's like very, he prepares it very well. Yeah. But it's, and like he, my dad, he can cook whatever. And I'm very appreciative of that. It's just not for me. Yeah. It's just I'm not a, I'm not really into lamb. Yeah. But these meatballs, 
They were very good. Yeah. I was I was shocked. Yeah. Because I was like, well, I because I, I brought cheese and like I supplied cheese and crackers. So I made like a little cheese board. A pretty like a very like, I'll just fill up on my cheese. <laughs> I, I thought I was like, all right, I'll just eat cheese for dinner and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I just wanted his company. But um I stand corrected. Yeah. The lamb meatballs were a hit. Great. Maybe you'll venture out once more. No, I'm not. I'm not eating the leg. I'm not eating like a leg of lamb or like lamb chops. Yes. Uh, no, I agree. Um, we, maybe you like it with, with strong sauces more, <laughs> right? Like a mint jelly. Well, a, no, like a leg of lamb is more. That's the meat is the star. Oh, maybe I need more seasoning. More seasoning and sauces on it. Yeah, because I think the one time I think I I liked a lamb dish was lamb vindaloo, and that's like in a curry, so it's very right. flavorful. And I I really didn't taste that taste that I do taste sometimes in plain lamb. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, that's it. I will have more food stories because I'm going out to eat a lot this week and with my uh some family if i'm out of town i'm so excited for you so i'm taking them to some places uh so yeah yeah we're going out for valentine's day (laughs) bless you this sorry i was trying to hold it leave it it in double (laughs) (laughs) and this i was gonna give this podcast four stars but then one of the co-hosts sneezed right into the microphone (laughs) Honestly, this is this is why I don't look at the reviews anymore. Because you know what, I don't. There, uh, you guys. Actually, you should leave us a nice review. We even though we don't see it that way. There's a nice one up top. And yeah, not someone being mean to me. Yeah, leave <laughs> seriously. Like that's the only reason I care about nice reviews. It's anymore, like push down a bad one. Push down the bad ones because the bad ones are always like I don't like that they giggled, or like they, the foul language was just. <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting when you listen to this podcast. It says explicit. What do you think that means? It's in the <laughs> it's in the comedy section for fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh so we yeah. we make it very clear to everyone who listens. I mean, that's fine that, that we, that's not for you. That's but we fine. do warn you. We I'm <laughs> I was gonna say we make it very clear in mo- multiple episodes that both of us are dumb bitches yeah. who barely graduated high school. Yes. Who didn't go yeah, to college? Absolutely. So please, please. like, come on, just don't, don't try it. Don't pull this stuff with us. Don't mess with me, Sean. <laughs> don't mess with me, Sean. And they did a very mean impression of Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> you know what? There probably was at least one person who was like, hurt by that. Yeah, that's my favorite actor. How dare you? How dare you side with a, a gangster over, over one Jimmy of America's Stewart. sweethearts? <laughs> Okay. Uh, Okay. All right. That's it. Bye. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 